Podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome to the second anniversary super special spectacular episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Happy birthday. And we are still your hosts with the posts. Uh, Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, Christian, if uh, you would have told me when we started this thing that in two years we'd still be doing it... uh, I would have had you assassinated, because uh, this is <laughs> yeah. You would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> this is yep. Eh, it's been a heck of a journey, folks. We've enjoyed uh, every second, and uh, we we remember <laughs> no seconds of it. We don't remember a single single thing we've done. Uh, I think that's tears. why I think that's what makes it uh, doing the show so easy is just uh, the fact that we don't remember <laughs> what a pain in the ass it is to you. do every single week oh, for God, our beautiful listeners t- and especially torture. our handsome patrons mm-hmm. whom we love so much and uh speaking of our patrons this uh super special episode uh features them i would say that's, that's right. uh, the best way to put it uh because uh, what happened is that we reached out to our beloved patrons over at patreon.com slash report this post uh, and told them to tell us some topics that they'd like to hear on this special episode Five lucky patrons had their topics picked, and we will be hearing from those folks later on. Does that, does that sound good? That's right. Uh, and we're going to find out uh, what the topics they have uh, uh, in store for us. There's some fun ones, but before we get to those, let's go over some of the topics that were not chosen, shall we? <laughs> so we got... Uh, 50s or 60 something suggestions and uh, uh many of them were awful but there were some good ones and um let's i'm gonna go over a whole bunch of them right now uh some of these you might see in the future getting their own episode and uh we we thank our wonderful patrons for uh doing our work for us as always <laughs> all right we have uh tattoos okay. magic the gathering mm-hmm. self-care mm. <laughs> k-pop Elon Musk, who we sort of covered in the billionaire episode, I would sure say. did. Yeah, uh, horse girls, <laughs> trad caths, which still not exactly sure what that is. It's one of those things I see thrown around a lot. But uh, uh, the Kardashians, Pod Save America, which sounds awful. Is that nope. an episode? Nope. 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 <laughs> uh, this one really confounded me. Super Hulak. What is that? Uh, it's like, it's a combination of three, uh, let me, combination of three fandoms, um, and, uh, one of oh. our, it's, uh, it's a crossover between the three mega fandoms, Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock. <laughs> Fuck. Which, uh. <laughs> Fuck that. Which is, okay, I just want to throw my computer away for even Googling that, and certainly will not be doing a whole episode about it. Uh, Burning Man, Virginity, mm-hmm. Yelp Reviews, Red mm-hmm. Scare. Mm. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Supreme. Uh, Adderall. Okay, I, I know who submitted that one. Uh, Acne. Family bloggers. Ch- uh, Chuck Windig. 
uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Findom and pay pigs. Well. Reply guys. Uh, mediums, psychedelics, Gamergate, Mikey Miles, a thing I just I don't get. Uh, I, I, and I, I can no longer get because he blocked me on oh, all social right. media. <laughs> that's for the best. Uh, RGB in the Supreme Court. Oh, well, no, no, no. Arby's? Hmm. Mm, you know what? Sounds like a whole... A whole. <laughs> Imagine 90 minutes about Arby's. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can. The Arby's, the Arby's <laughs> podcast itself can't be 90 minutes long. Uh, dead Bedrooms uh, and sort of related Pornhub comments. British people, which I could be fun. I fucking love science. Mm-hmm. Male fashion, Christopher Nolan, and SNL. Pretty great. Yeah, a few of those will be episodes at some point. We'll not say which ones. Uh, it's none of the ones that uh, clearly made us angry, but uh, some of the other ones should be pretty good. But uh, let's go ahead and get to the five topics that we chose for this episode. They are Irish Americans, JFK, Goths, horror movies. And UFOs and aliens. Great. Pretty good assortment there. Uh, you kind of got the Irish-American twice there with the JFK, but that's uh-huh. okay. You know, well, you know. There's, a, there's a good chance we might tie it all in together, Christian. <laughs> yeah. Guess you didn't yeah, you're right. You did. Okay. You're right. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> so uh, why don't we just go ahead and get the fuck started, huh? Sounds good to me. Let's start with Irish Americans, and this was chosen by a patron named Audrey, and uh, I believe we're going to hear from Audrey right now. Yes, sir. Here she is. All right. Hello. My name is Audrey, and I'm so honored to be on your anniversary podcast um, with the topic of Irish Americans. Mm -hmm. So as an Irish American myself, uh, this topic is really near and dear to my heart. I grew up in the Ground zero of Irish American assholes, which is Massachusetts. Mm. And for the last five years, I've been living in Ireland. So I've really seen this from both sides. And I can assure you that the Irish hate Irish Americans just as much as you guys. Good. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to listen. And I just wanted to say thanks for one more thing. Mm. I do believe I might be the first female voice you've had on the podcast so great work guys you're really getting that diversity up i'm so proud of you and i can't wait to listen to this episode uh okay well thank you very much audrey uh and uh it brings me great pleasure to correct a woman on the show uh uh audrey apparently is not as big a fan as she might think she is because we've literally had a female guest on the show before uh, <laughs> yeah and we've had female uh female people call in a uh, female people oh boy oh, <laughs> we've uh-oh. had uh lady ladies call in for the uh, voicemails as well for this ain't it chiefs well, so sorry audrey, audrey good try though trying to get one over on us <laughs> she doesn't listen but she gives us money apparently which is hey <laughs> that's kind of the perfect relationship that's for us even, that's the best that's even better yeah <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to these. Uh, first, what we're going to do, folks, we're going to do six posts from each from each topic. So we'll have a nice, good, uh, once you get tired of the topic, we'll move on to the next one. It's perfect. If only every episode was like that. But Sorry. <laughs> let's get started, Christian. 
Great. I found an image that someone shared on Twitter of a Boston guy in a black t-shirt with a clover leaf on it, and the clover leaf has a blue stripe across it. So a real uh, kind of blue lives matter kind sure. of thing. Perfect combo. And, yep. And under it in Gaelic reads, Gormhone Abar, which okay. uh, is an Irish saying. And an okay. actual Irish person quote tweeted this and added, just need to break this down because this is sending me. Gorm- Gornay means residence or dwelling, and a bar refers to a subject matter in a sentence. While Gorm does mean blue in Irish, we refer to black as in black skin as Gorm. So this pretty much reads as Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Just a casual reminder for quote-unquote Irish Americans who don't understand <clears throat> Irish. Don't try and make a statement with it because you'll just fuck yourself over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be one of them these great irony shirts I keep hearing about. <laughs> it's from it's from Spencer's. The guy went in, yeah, he went in uh, there in March and got it. Yeah, that's right. This is kind of the modern equivalent of like uh, the guys in the '90s that would get like some uh, Chinese uh, lettering <laughs> tattoo, and then it's just says like uh, you know, big white idiot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did you ever get that peace. removed? By the way. Well, let's go ahead and get to our next post. <clears throat> this is, um, as uh, as uh, Audrey said, people in Ireland do not like Irish Americans. We're going to find out a bit from this next post. Found a Facebook group called Irish American Republicans. And uh, here's mm-hmm. their about section. The Irish American Republicans are an American national political organization. We are dedicated to promoting the principles of the American Republican Party and building Republican support among the 45 million strong Irish American community. Mm-hmm. We support worthy Irish American candidates for election. We work at strengthening relations between Ireland and the United States, defending the cause of justice and peace in Ireland, and promoting the role of the Irish-born and their descendants in our country's history and current times. So, uh, obviously important to uh, make, mark the distinction between the American Republican Party and the Irish, <laughs> Irish Republican Party, which are very different things. Very different. <laughs> Just a slight difference. A little, yeah. uh, so the admin of the group, actually, uh, this is one of the uh, most recent posts on there. Lots of young Irish, all using Gaelic names, are asking to join. One look at their profile tells you that they have no affinity whatsoever for Irish Americans, especially <laughs> those on the right. <laughs> And uh, some filthy Mick responded with this. No disrespect to my Celtic brethren from across the pond, but they are really some of the rudest human beings I've ever encountered on average. They like to argue with sarcastic response primarily and have very clear attitude problems oftentimes. So... So proud of my Irish heritage, except except they're they're kind of jerks. Except the Irish part. Yeah. Yeah, this is... It's always fun when, when the, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like kids who play uh, like uh, football where you like flick the football across the room or something like that, and then like actual sure. football players come in. And like, man, these guys are jerks. I hate football players. <laughs> like, you're just playing the little pretend version of being Irish. You're playing paper football. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very, it's a very interesting, um, like politic. Uh, identity politics right like just choose i'm going to choose (laughs) i'm going to choose the parts of my heritage that i like and just kind of i'm going to breeze over the stuff that i'm not really fond of and uh also not care about what the actual uh people from that place uh say so yeah those sounds about right that's very american now that i say it out loud that's of course yeah 100 percent. yeah 
that's sort of the joys of uh, being in America is you get to pick and choose. Yeah, you get this sort of a, a buffet of fun ethnicities and things you can pretend to be. And, uh, some can even uh, run as president doing that, if I recall correctly. <laughs> okay, great. So on a, on the flip side of that coin, uh, Matt DM posted on Our Ireland. Mm. I think we should have more respect for Irish Americans. Mm. I've often seen posts about or by Irish Americans who embrace their Irish heritage only to be criticized or looked down upon by the native Irish people insinuating that they're plastic patties and in mm. general just mocking them. Yeah. It's hard for an Irish Irish person to grasp the situation in the United States. It's probably the biggest melting pot on the planet where every culture and ethnicity is to be found, whereas Ireland has been largely homogeneous until re relatively recently. A sense of origin is a healthy thing, and if they have Irish blood, then they are indeed Irish, in my opinion. When an Irish-American says that they're Irish, they know they're not from Ireland. They're simply referring to their heritage. I don't understand why an Irish person would find a problem with this. Mm -hmm. They're embracing their heritage, the rich culture of the heritage of Ireland. Would you rather they embrace the bullshit inane culture of MTV? <laughs> My point is, we should be more welcoming to Irish Americans and ought to stop mocking them. Mm -hmm. And uh, user Riddick underscore Euless commented, To be honest, we hate and insult everyone here. Affectionate insults and casual racism is our way. If they say they are Irish, they should take and give their fair share. Mm. Uh, to which I'd say, uh, no problem there from Irish Americans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Casual racism and insults. Absolutely. Uh, got that in spades, buddy. So, mm. yeah. Um, Welcome home. A lot of it's more professional racism than casual, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not amateurs in that regard. Uh, yeah, I mean, the problem with this uh, this theory is to, is to say that uh, they're thinking that Amer Irish Americans uh, respect the rich culture and heritage of Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, See, that's right. the problem. <laughs> they, they do not do that. They like wearing green and uh, drinking Guinness. And, uh, hey, fuck... Why not, right? Sounds good to me, but uh, that's not really what I would say, embracing the the heritage. No. I would say many of them have definitely not been to Ireland or left, uh, gone, <laughs> yeah. Any, Outside of any, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, they've been to uh, to Worcester once. Uh, that was the furthest they've traveled. I think, that's a, I think that's about an hour west of Boston. I could be wrong. Is it uh, west or is it, isn't it on the, I believe it's on the seaboard. It's not. Wait, you know what? Not I'm thinking all. of, uh, oh shit, I'm thinking of uh, something with worm in it. Worm. <laughs> There's a, a city with, uh, or is that Worcester? I think Worcester is, I gotta look it up. I think Worcester is a worm, <laughs> it's a worm town is the nickname of Worcester. <laughs> what is going on here? All right. You know what? I'm trying to help out. I'm, I, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to not have uh, someone call up and correct me. Uh, well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so uh, folks might remember a couple years ago when busty Marxist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez defeated incumbent Joe Crowley in her primary election. Now, lots of people saw this as a positive and progressive change in culture and politics, but a gentleman named John Fury disagreed when he wrote this article for The Hill, Crowley lost because he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather voted against FDR four times, but as an Irish American, he was an anomaly. My mother's side of the family was much more typical. They saw FDR and the Democratic Party in general as being in their corner, and as a result, they routinely voted for Democrats up and down the ballot. 
When the Irish first came to America, they had found that they had a talent for political organizing, especially in the big cities, usually centered around the local pub. <laughs> John Kennedy, of course, was the first Irish Catholic to win the White House, and he too consolidated that crucial block for the Democrats as 80% of them voted for the Massachusetts senator. But since JFK's election, the Democratic stranglehold of the Irish Catholic vote has steadily loosened. As the culture wars engulfed America, more and more of the Irish found themselves leaving the left and embracing the conservative party. Joseph Crowley's loss in a primary election last month shows the new reality of our political parties. These days, the Irish, who helped to build a lasting majority for the Democrats for the bulk of the 20th century, are no longer welcomed in the progressive movement. When it comes to winning nominations, the Irish need not apply. Crowley didn't lose for ideological reasons. He's a liberal as liberal can be. He didn't lose because he was incompetent. He was on a leadership track and had wide respect among his colleagues. He didn't lose because he wasn't a team player. He helped to raise money for his colleagues and put the Democrats in a better position to capture the majority of the House. He lost because he wasn't the right gender and he didn't have the right ethnic mix. He lost because he is an Irishman. The Democratic Party has become increasingly antagonistic to the Catholic Church and to practicing Catholics in general. The dogma runs deep into many to make leading Democrats comfortable, especially those who might be named to the Supreme Court by a Trump administration that has not only courted the Catholic vote, but has Irish Catholics in significant positions of power in the White House and in the executive branch. The Irish need not apply. That seems to be the new and troubling mantra of the Democratic Party. Uh... Really? That's their that's their new thing? Yeah. I thought it was just uh, Joe, but maybe I was misreading it. Um, I'm assuming the person that wrote this is uh, Irish as well? Yeah, John Theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just making sure. It seems a little pointed. That's... Uh, I would say, yeah, he's a, um American political communication strategist, colonist, television pundit. And former Oof. press secretary to Dennis J. Hatchett, Republican of Illinois. So he's a is a one of these great things uh, we see a lot where uh, Republicans tell Democrats what <laughs> Democrats they're doing. what they're doing wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at this guy now. He's a big, giant-headed Mick. Holy moly! <laughs> Holy crap! God damn. I'm looking at Joe, I'm actually looking at Joe Crowley right now, and he also has quite a noggin on him too. Wouldn't, oh, pin, yeah. wouldn't pin him for an Irish guy though, but yeah, um. I'm gonna guess no one gives a shit that he's Irish except for this <laughs> this booze hound. Um, really, no one else could possibly care. The problem he didn't understand that people people just don't give a shit about Joe Crowley, and uh, that's right. They like the maybe uh, if he had a set of uh, some D cups on him, mm-hmm. people would give him a give him that's a fair right. shake. Uh, and I'd like to give those a fair shake. Speaking uh, of Democrats, uh-huh. uh, an article about Sleepy Joe Biden was posted to an Irish-American group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks commented on how he was dog shit. And a guy who was named Patty Shine added, <laughs> Irish-Americans should make known to Trump that only for the Irish and the French he would be a real cowboy in Texas, spelled T E. X-I-S, mm-hmm. or one of the colonies today. He should read the history of independence of the Republic of the USA 1776. Mm. To which a lady named Gemma replied, if you ain't black, don't vote. Oh, And uh, I should note that Gemma appears to be about 900 years old <laughs> and has the skin the same color as a piece of printer paper. So I'm not quite sure <laughs> where her 
her train of thoughts coming from, but you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Was Patty Shine <laughs> against Trump? I don't have no idea what he was saying there. That's sometimes you see a, a, a comment so incomprehensible. You're like, I don't even know the general thesis of what you're getting. Look, if it, if, not for the Irish and the French, uh-huh. Trump would be a real cowboy in Texas uh, <laughs> or one of the colonies. Texas, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, in re- this is sort of a great call and response to the previous post. Uh, we're saying Irish need not apply. But it's, it seems like we uh, we just straight up nominated a <laughs> Irish Catholic to be president, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, well... And I'm gonna guess that guy is probably not happy about that. Would be my, <laughs> be my opinion, because he's. But uh, his name's Patty Shine. He should be. He should be embracing. Patty Shine. What is? He? Okay. Uh, boy, if uh, Gemma, uh, Gemma, Gemma, is it Gemma? Gemma. Gemma. I, always, I believe it's Gemma. I like saying Gemma. I think it's because there's G E in my name, and I just assume it's uh, the G sound, even though. Uh, in every single other application, GE uh, produces the gem sound. So, yep, because you're an egomaniac. I get it. I'm a, a what? An egomaniac? Oh, okay. I thought you started that with an N, and it sounded very. <sighs> Would you read the next fucking post? Good. <laughs> Try to pull one over. Come on. <laughs> so this will be our last post regarding the uh, the Irish Americans. Uh, someone posted a link to this article from IrishCentral.com on Reddit. Scottish man fined for calling an Irish man a leprechaun. (laughs) Terry Myers, 41, appeared in Aberdeen Sheriff Court after he sent his ex-partner an email which made reference to the woman's new partner being Irish. Uh, Pretty pretty tame article overall. Not sure how it made uh, any uh, website at all. Uh, But uh, what's notable is this response to it from Reddit user Adrake454. Good, I'm glad finally people can see racism against white people is still racism and unacceptable. I wish the media would condemn it too. Fuck, <laughs> Blacks aren't the only group that were enslaved and segregated and mistreated. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, several people, uh, one guy in particular called him a moron, so uh, so a Drake 454 responded, I agreed white-on-white racism is just as bad as black-on-black crime. It's illegal to campaign on race in some countries in Africa because they don't know what happens. They know what happens when you campaign on race. Indian people have a caste system based on quote race and segregate and mistreat people that are essentially the same race. People can be a racist against their own race, and that is wrong. You fucking moron. <laughs> and uh, response from uh, user sometimes time. Stop crying. Calling someone a leprechaun isn't racist. You aren't oppressed. And a Drake 454 wrapped it up with this. I'm Irish American, the group that is abused the worst, actually, you plot. <laughs> so that about sums up your typical Irish American feeling, right? That, uh, yes, sir. They've suffered yes, more than sir. anyone else in the world. That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Very good. So oh, that was a fun one. Yep, Irish Ooh. Americans. Good topic. Thank you, uh, Audrey, for that one. Uh, and I believe what we're going to do before we get to our next topic, uh, Christian, we actually, uh, today we reached out to our wonderful patrons and asked them to uh, submit some questions to us. And I believe you're going to read uh, one or two right now? Yes, sir. Okay. 
So Nick Yingling asks, hmm. we've had a lot of examples of things ain't being it for chiefs, but are we ever going to get an example that is it, chief? Hmm. Thanks in advance for your polite riffing on this flimsy joke. Mm. Um, no promises there, Nick. But joke joke is a very strong word for what <laughs> real, that was. Real heavy, real heavy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I would say uh, we, I will not personally be providing an example like that because the podcast is about bad things. <laughs> and, and I will say that I feel that the This Ain't Chiefs are actually this is it because that's what everybody sticks around for, isn't it? That's what you want to get to the end just to to see what kind of the worst things we could dredge up during the week. So yeah. if you think about it, it it really is. That's the best part. So that's what that's that is it. That that is and thank you. That is a very polite way to uh, riff, quote unquote, on that joke, quote unquote. So I appreciate thank you. that. Now, uh, do we have another question before we get to uh, the next topic? Yep. Mike asked, why are so many quote-unquote weird Twitter guys, cringe term, sorry, alcoholics? Mm. Also, Chrissy blocked me on Twitter for calling someone else a retard, so he is a certified bitch. Still give him money, though. I'm a nice guy. (laughs) You know, when I first read that post, I briefly glanced over it, and I thought he was talking about Chrissy Teigen. Which, it was very confusing. I was like, uh, okay, I don't know why you misgendered uh, Chrissy Teigen and also why are you giving her money? It was a very, it was like four minutes where I was like, I don't, I guess that guy's, I guess that guy's drunk right now, fittingly with his uh, his question. Uh, so what, so you blocked this guy, apparently? Probably. I have a habit of just, if somebody says something rude, either to me or in one of my replies, I just block them. That's my thing. Don't want to deal with it. Don't have to deal with it. So, hey, Mike, I'll tell you what. Do this for me, buddy. Go ahead and uh, message the show. DM the show. Uh, tell me what your handle is, and I'm going to block you on the show, too. We will not be blocking your uh, Patreon money, though, from going through. I can tell you that right now. Uh, good Lord. Boy, you you were so condescending to him right now. I thought I was bad to our listeners. Hey, tell you what, buddy. Uh, to answer your question, Mike, about uh, everyone being alcoholics on there, um, it's not something I've personally noticed. I think people are more, from what I see, a lot of weird Twitter guys are more into like marijuana, things like that. Mm. Uh, something that Christian's been really getting into lately. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The, <laughs> had a fun. We'll save that. Let's save that for another. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for I think- another episode. I think it's because uh, they are a bunch of lonely guys, and they're sad, <laughs> and that's, their, that's oh, okay. uh, how they sleep at night. Personally, that's what. Mm. Just spitballing here. Don't no uh, no sort of uh, <laughs> personal experience with uh, drinking six beers after work, so I could lay down and close my eyes, uh, not have the horror of the world flashing before them or anything. But just a just an idea. Great. Now, speaking of the horrors <laughs> of the world and. Uh, uh, people closing their eyes. One guy in particular <laughs> closed his eye for a long time. We're going to talk about uh, one of the most famous Irish Americans of all time. That, of course, is John Fitzgerald Kennedy. That's right. We're talking about Jack, folks. Uh, our th- uh, something th- president. Used to know it. I'm going to guess thirty. Okay. Do you know? Do you know the number? 
No. Okay, well, let's just let's could bet. Just literally could have put it in the notes. But t- well, t- t- here's the thing. Uh, I believe uh, the the gentleman who selected this topic will tell us in the voicemail, and a voicemail that I listened to today, and I totally forgot. Okay. I think it's like 34th, I want to say. Okay, let's see Let's see if you're right. Well, no, what's your guess? This, you got to guess. I already looked it up, so I'm not going to oh, guess. Okay. So, wow. All right, so this, this was chosen by Andrew, so let's see why Andrew asked us to do JFK. Hey, this is Andrew calling in to explain why I suggested JFK conspiracies for the second anniversary show. Uh, ever since the, m- the moment the brain matter of our beloved 35th president <clears throat> spilled out onto the streets of downtown Dallas, this country's top minds have wondered if a foreign power was involved. While the mystery will likely never be solved, I am curious to hear what our modern-day top minds on our Mikau and Stormfront have to say about this tragic event. <laughs> Um, yeah, so happy second anniversary. Here's to a thousand more years of misery reading dog oh. shit post. Mm-mm. Okay, bye-bye. What a rude thing to say. <laughs> Truly an awful person, Andrew. Thank you so much. Uh, so 35th, I was one off. Damn. You were one off, yep. Yeah, I used, I used to know every president and their number. Um, could name them all in order in like 40 seconds. It was impressive uh, to somebody, I'm sure. Uh, uh, the Animaniacs, probably, because <clears throat> is that where you learned it? Nope. Okay. Learn, um, learned it before too bad. that. So I hope you feel bad about that assumption. <laughs> I feel bad about everything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you got a post? Uh, actually, you do. But before we do that, let's go ahead and uh, talk more about uh, this before we just hop right in, because this is an important topic. Uh, JFK, of course, there's a, a lot of stuff going on there. The, uh, the gentleman was uh, supposedly killed by one person or another. Uh, there's a chance we're going to hear a couple posts regarding that, uh, yeah. the various ideas and theories that went along with that. Uh, and I do, yeah. I do have to say this uh, to Andrew. I do not like uh, him assuming that we would cram both MGTOW and Stormfront uh, posts into, into his <laughs> his topic. Uh, there's a chance we don't we don't get to it at all in this episode, but we'll see. You know, folks, will uh, that's part of the reason why you pay attention, isn't it? Isn't it, folks? Now, who are you talking to? All right, go ahead and read your post. User Barry underscore Mac posted in our JFK assassination. Mm. Conspiracy theory report, how JFK died. Good morning, all. The Conspiracy Theory Report Volume 1, the Taction Anti-Telephone, is back on free offer for the next four days. You have all heard that the CIA were behind, behind the assassination of JFK. Now read just how they achieved their goal, according to information recently uncovered from an inside informant. Very interesting read. Quite detailed and a little complicated, but with much wider implications than just JFK. Please download and review. Okay. So I looked up his book, and here is a very small part of the description on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The never-before-told never story of the Taction anti-telephone, an actual device which allows information to be sent in time using messages bounced into space. First developed with assistance by the U.S. Defense Department in 1959, this device has been successfully used many times to alter world events, including the JFK assassination, the Bay of Pigs, and the Cuban Missile Crisis, as well as a number of other operations. The Conspiracy Theory Report, Volume 1, explores the discovery and inception of the program, as well as its highly controversial usage in relation to events including JFK's much-debated assassination, the Bay of Pigs, 
the Cuban Missile Crisis, the sinking of a Soviet K-129-class submarine in 1968, the Chappaquiddick Incident, the assassination attempts on Gerald Ford and Ronald Reagan, as well as the successful capture and assassinations of Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, and Muammar Gaddafi, and others. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy theory report has been seeking a quote-unquote new conspiracy to test in the hopes of being able to debunk the theory and has been supplied with the information on the tectonic anti-telephone from an anonymous source in response to our blog. We have attempted to verify the information contained in the lengthy dossier presented to us, but at this time we have been unable to locate anyone who can provide such verification. The conspiracy theory report are therefore unable to verify the validity of the information in the dossier, which is presented in its entirely purported to have been prepared by the grandson of a former scientist involved in the initial inception and development of the program, now deceased. The unnamed grandson wishes to remain anonymous, but is concerned the program will remain undiscovered and unremarked and used by only the elites to their end, while he considers it could be better used in a better manner and for the advancement of humanity. So, mm-hmm. back on Reddit, Lemon Bowie commented on the original post, Are you a psychopath, Mr. Barry? <laughs> and uh, mm. more than likely, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's something. Always a, yeah, always a bad something. sign when you get that thrown at you from the JFK assassination. So, <laughs> I gotta say. Mm. so uh, the tachyonic anti-telephone, which is a hell of a cool sounding thing. Sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, it's a hypothetical device in theoretical physics that could be used to send signals into one's own past. And it was uh, presented originally by Albert Einstein. That, uh, that, that regular old Einstein. That smart guy, they call him. <laughs> that old egghead. Yeah. Uh, it sounds cool. Um, this is one of those things where this guy, like, he was already into JFK assassination shit, and then he found this <laughs> he found article, it. and he's like, just you know what? This plug is the cool. two together. I'm going to go ahead and just write a book about it. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Barry Mac, great uh, great name for a crazy guy, I got to say. For a crazy author. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Yeah, I like that the, uh, the, the book is called Conspiracy Theory Report Volume 1. Uh, it's only 168 pages, by the way, which I, I don't yeah. think is enough for one volume. You know what I mean? Like, it's go it's, ahead. And and get I believe it's, if I remember correctly, it is free. You can just read it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give yourself, I don't know, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, one review for it. Uh, five stars. Fun read. Cool idea. Very cool story and a new theory to me. Regardless of truth, I hope the author writes more volumes in this series. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do not give a shit if it's real or just keep writing it. That was over a year ago. I think uh, Barry Max got to hop on there and keep it going. He's got a fan. Well, yeah, well, he he's got to find another theory to debunk. That's true. Uh, so he's and as we know, the the the, the well on that has run all but dry. Yeah. So he's got to wait for something else. To yep. <clears throat> So, uh, there exists only one film from that fateful day in Dallas, the Zubruder film. Lots of opinions about it, of course. I'm sure Barry Mack has lots to say about it. Uh, so let's take a gander over at our conspiracy to see what those folks think. User Johnny Bond posted this thread. Does anyone else think the Zubruder footage looks fake? Okay. I once saw a video by a guy, 
a guy called Dave J suggesting the Zapruder footage was faked. At first, I was like, what the fuck? Why would they release fake footage of the assassination? Then Dave J explained that the entire event was theater, a production for the masses. Then I wondered, why? Why would they pretend to kill the president? I've come a long way since then, but I remember when the media fakery surrounding the JFK event first hit me. It was like everything I thought I knew about conspiracy theories was just as wrong as what is shown on TV. It was like I had been led down the wrong path by Jim Fetzer and so many other would-be truth-tellers. Or are most people still caught up in the pre-planned web of lies and red herrings about, quote, magic bullets and, quote, missing brains? The hardest thing about the Dave J. Angle is accepting that we are fooled by the TV and by our fellow, quote, truth-seekers. Ego gets in the way of objective assessment, but the evidence is overwhelming once you take a look at it without bias. Has anyone else woken up to the depths of the deception of this event? And uh, user Too Serious to Joke responded, Yes, because before the, quote, Mandela effect, the film, historically, was in black and white. Only within the last five years has a colored version appeared. Either this is manipulation of online data, paralleled with people misremembering iconic era quotes, labels, deaths, etc., or it is the many worlds theory within quantum physics manifesting sure. in reality, and only due to the internet and mass quantification of the human mind can we interpret a possibility that reality itself shifts depending on perspective. But that's a whole nother conversation topic. To me, the Zapruder film has been black and white till at least 2014. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And user Apu Shaker responded. Maybe you're thinking of the Oswald assassination footage, which was definitely in black and white. One of the most memorable things about the Zapruder film was the apparent red and pink gore exploding out of JFK's head. <laughs> I've got a feeling either your memory is very bad or you're just messing with us. And uh, Too Serious a Joke responded with this. No, my memory is quite good. I'm a certified trainer in two organizations, owned a business, being a GM manager, and have trained hundreds of individuals as well as being certified in two states for food safety. So you know you can like trust burger, this guy. He's like, that's a Burger King. <laughs> there's, there's, there's the Arby's right there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can trust this guy's uh, mini world quantum physics uh, Mandela effect uh, theories yeah. because he's certified in two states for food safety. Never, never crossed, never crossed his mind that it could have been colored uh, after. <laughs> He, he could couldn't have been colorized. Uh, okay. I mean, it's been colored as long as I've seen it my entire life, and I'm a, I'm an old man. He's watching it on a black and white CRT it's monitor. Probably literally was that. Yeah. <laughs> Gets a new monitor and he's like, "Whoa, what is this? Yeah. That <laughs> that video I've had saved on my hard drive for the last ten years is color now." Okay, that's cool. Yeah, <clears throat> he's 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 been a I'd like to know what business he owned as well. Can't uh, can't imagine what that one was. Uh, <laughs> you gotta look him up. Yeah, let's see if I can find it. Um, okay, let's see. What, let's re- look at some of his most recent posts. On uh, all right, let's see. Okay, your mom and dad might die from COVID nineteen. Sure. Uh, he posted uh, America. Fuck yeah from Team America to our conspiracy eight months ago for some reason. Uh, Stop saying Jews are back. It's Zionists, not the greater Jewry. Cool guy. Okay. I don't know. Not sure exactly what that means. (laughs) Go ahead. Just go ahead and bookmark him for some later episodes. He's going to, 
Here's a fun, uh, interesting thought. Uh, Cosby is a rapist, but they probably put him in prison due to his hatred against pedophiles. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I know you're not. I ha- I, I literally... I'm not sure what, what's going on there. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Let's go on to the next post, please. Great. This uh, an article on the Daily Beast claims in the headline that JFK commanded a 19-year-old intern to perform oral sex on a White House aide. And the article details how a then 19-year-old Mimi Alford had a prolonged affair with John Kennedy and would often perform fellatio on White House interns while the president watched. Hmm. And she released a memoir detailing the affair and said, although she regrets her actions, she was in love with JFK and wanted to tell her side of the story. So an anonymous user commented this on the article. She sounds like a cool broad. Bunch of feminists seem to think she should feel as if she was victimized. Fuck them. Mm. All right. (laughs) Yeah, it seems to be... uh, uh, Presidents seem to like... uh, Forcing nineteen-year-olds to suck dick, I've no, I don't, like that seems more often than not that seems to be a thing. What else is the appeal of the of the job? Honestly, I mean, uh, I mean, it is the most powerful man in the world. You might as well, you know. <laughs> How? I mean, really? What else are you going to spend your days doing? Yeah, come on. I mean, there's only so much, so many cabinet meetings you can attend without getting bored with those, you know. Does that sound right? Now, um, is that is that a thing? <laughs> what cabinet meetings? Oh, I know. Go. Okay. Okay. Now, what's they're all in the kitchen, right? Okay. So, a gentleman, <laughs> a gentleman on Reddit went off on JFK a little bit here. I don't know why JFK is considered to be a good president and statesman. Think about this: at the beginning of his tenure, Cuba was embroiled in a life or death struggle against communism. Note the distance from Miami, Florida, a U.S. state, to Cuba is 330 miles. The Eisenhower administration had armed, funded, trained, and was prepared to offer naval and air support and naval bombardment to the free Cubans in order to retake their homeland. Kennedy decided to let those free Cubans, quote, die on the beach. Then Kennedy decided to embroil the U.S. in a war literally thousands of miles away in Vietnam, a conflict that was cataclysmic to American society and allowed the left to become mainstream. JFK should have stuck to fucking actresses. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. should note for some reason that this was posted on our MGTOW. 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 Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. It was uh, not sure. MGTOW is a great source for a lot of things, as you folks are aware of, but uh, don't know why that thread was started. Uh, don't doesn't know don't know how that affects anything, but <laughs> but I also agree that the president should just stuck to fucking actresses. It good for, he might hey you know what he could he might still be alive, but if it, he would well, well uh, oh no no way uh, well, <laughs> it's I mean we, there are theories out there uh, he'd be like a hundred and eight years old or something, but yeah sure he'd probably still be. um. The problem with this guy saying he should have just stuck to fucking actresses, uh, it was easier to fuck actresses when he was president. So sure, kind of a catch twenty two, you know. If the guy wants, to yeah, fuck you really actress, you gotta, yeah, you gotta take the good with the bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the good fucking actress, the bad, uh, getting your head blown off by, <laughs> by uh, the Jews or whatever. I don't and that'll do it for this very special second anniversary episode. Uh, we hit uh, 43 minutes on this special preview, but the full episode is two hours long over on patreon.com slash report this post. Uh, as you can tell, just from these, this first 40-something minutes, we, we have a lot of fun with our patrons over there. Uh, they, it gets interactive. They they give us ideas. We use them. We feature them on the show. It's a lot of fun. It's only 5 bucks a month, and uh, it will greatly support the show. Uh, it will support uh, us continuing to do this to find all these really awful dog shit posts. Something that we're there, there's going to be an unlimited supply of, and we're going to filter out the 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 good shit, so to speak. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/report this post. Thanks everybody. Here's to another two years and no more. <laughs>